Hi, friends. Welcome to Deep Dive, my brand new podcast born from a desire for critical thought, vulnerability, and awareness. I'm your host, Dana Falsetti, a thinker, a writer, a yoga teacher, an activist, an authenticity agent. Each month, you'll hear from me and my guests, ranging from iconic disruptors to everyday people, all candidly sharing our personal experiences on topics ranging from sexuality to social justice and consciousness to capitalism. Deep Dive is a space to tackle hard-hitting questions and controversial topics in a raw, empathetic, and curious way. And it's my space to rant and ramble freely, no holding back. Let's dive in. Hello, friends. Welcome to the final episode of season two of Deep Dive with me. I was supposed to or wanted to record this last episode with Evian Whitney, who is Evian Whitney on Instagram and social media, but I had to reschedule a few different times because of migraines. And so because of that, I decided, let me just do this last one myself and I will have, hopefully have Evian and lots of other great people on um, season three. So thank you for listening through this season if you've been um, listening along as the episodes come out. And if you have been, a lot has happened just in the last about five months or so. I think it's been four to five months now since I uh, left Instagram or, or my primary Instagram account and stepped away from just a lot of things that I was used to and were normal for me, just a part of my daily life, things that had become ingrained in just my sense of normal. And it's been interesting over the last few months being in therapy, being away from things that aren't working for me, um, at this time at least, and just going through this process of figuring out what I want again, honestly, has been a lot of what it is, just trying to figure out what it is that I want out of my life right now, and realizing that it, that looks a lot different than what I was doing, and just how easy it is to get not stuck because it's not stuck, but it's hard to see sometimes what's not in front of you and you know what you know. And so in the last few months, I feel like I've just increased my own sort of knowing, my own knowledge about what it is I really want and who I am. And of course that changes all the time. Who I am changes moment to moment. So it certainly changes as the years go by. And it's interesting because as much as you do inevitably change, there are also parts and what I have found through this process now and the repetition of this familiar process of kind of relearning yourself 
is that there are these parts and they seem to be parts or at least at this point in my life just actually turned 26 a couple of weeks ago that feel like they were always there these parts of me I can really strongly relate to but that maybe have been the most vulnerable parts of me and maybe the mis- most misunderstood by me and maybe by others. But these parts that I've always known are there. And now it just kind of feels like there's an acceptance of more of me, of who I am. And it's really been a pro I mean, it's been a whole process for a lifetime, but certainly for the last few years, it's been a process of um, first moving beyond a lot of shame to start getting to the point where I could really start doing some work in my, my own life to increase the, my quality of life. Um, certainly in terms of how I see things, especially in terms of how I see myself and others. And so now I'm just realizing that this whole path, I mean, I kind of like hate that language, like that journey shit, but that's just me being cynical as well. (laughs) But what I see is that all of what has happened and it, what is always happening is bringing you to the next thing. And it really has all brought me to here. I see how my yoga practice, um, the social media and all of the connection, all of the engagement with others around me, um, the, the rise of body positivity, the um, transition from just sort of superficial yoga to um, what I would now call body politics and um, (laughs) what I almost just wanted to call empathy, (laughs) empathy politics, (laughs) which is, we won't, we won't go there. So I see how it all connects. And it's all brought me to this place where right now, this word pleasure, which has come up a lot in this podcast, for sure. Um, is something that has, I see now, has always been extremely important to me. It's always been a part of my life. It's important to all of us. It's ingrained in all of us. We're pleasure-driven beings. That's how we make a lot of decisions. Our natural responses are geared towards things that feel good. Um, And I've always really strongly identified with that, but there are so many ways that it gets shamed. So going through the process of unlearning that um, eating because something feels good, tastes good, is pleasurable, is not a bad thing, has been a a real process to unlearn. Um, Pleasure surrounding sexual identity, um, sensuality, intimacy, 
all of the shame and stigma surrounding those things. And then especially as a fat person um, and sort of being hypersexualized as well, which I've talked about, I think, on the, f- the first one of the first few episodes of the this season. Um, releasing the shame and just the narrative that even I have held around all of those things and realizing and actually through therapy. So I'm Italian and very Italian. My last name's Falsetti and then lots of other very Italian last names in my family that I'm not going to share necessarily. Um, but I'm really Italian, but not necessarily close to my family. And so I haven't really felt this strong connection to being Italian. Um, and through therapy, I've kind of questioned even more how pleasure is ingrained um, in me. And like literally in my DNA. And I love um, the thought of that. And indulging in sensual pleasures is like my goal. (laughs) It's like my goal in life. I think it always kind of has been, but it certainly is right now. But I think about sensory experiences and about food and ingredients and um, things that like feel good on, on and in your mouth that taste great, that make you feel happy like you know when you eat a meal um and you honestly like you're both sitting in silence at the table and it's just so good and you're just relishing in this pleasurable experience of consuming this meal and I love the you know the afternoon nap and just so many parts of um Italian culture that feel so natural to me, but I've never made this connection. And so recently I've been thinking about that as well, just how this is a part of me that has almost resisted and remained true and not, it's not something that I'm going to try to ignore anymore. And so that being said, I've been slowly trying to get my grounding in the last few months, figuring out, okay, what do I want to do? How am I going to do it? And giving myself the permission to just change has really been the hardest part of this whole process, Um, has been nothing external. It's just sort of been, can I allow this to happen? And it's like, I recognize that that alone, that alone is such a privilege, um, And I feel and am incredibly privileged to have this time to even figure out what I want to do, to have getting over the fact that I can't allow things to change to be such a problem in the equation, but it really has been. And so I've been working on all of those things and trying to remain pleasure-driven as the goal. Do I like this? Is this working for me? What do I need? What do I want? Does it feel good? And I've like dabbled in this and I've dabbled in that and kind of brought myself to currently one of the things that I've been doing that I'm excited to share. Um, And actually, if you haven't gotten an email from me in the last five months, (laughs) because no one has, yes, you're still on the email list. I've just been off the radar. 
and you're going to be hearing from me soon. One of the things that I've been doing, and I actually just got back from um, a work retreat with Cheyenne Gill on the West uh, Coast with a group of women and femmes, and I, for the first time, have started doing photography. I, I mean, not for the first time in my life, but sort of for the first time in a committed way. And working on nude photography, but more specifically, sensual. It's sensual, it's erotic, kink photography, anything that is about pleasure. And when I tried to make that Instagram page um, before I left Instagram for real, uh, it was Hedonist for Healing, and that didn't work out (laughs) for a variety of reasons. But I'm not done with that either. Just been ruminating on what I want to do with it. And I see this conversation of food, of sex, of pleasure, all of these different things coming together in a way that um, they all kind of coexist. And I don't know what it's going to look like exactly yet, but it is going to include all of these pieces, all of these things that are so strongly shamed for all of the wrong reasons, for all of the violent reasons. And coming back to the truth that pleasure really is a right and is certainly deserved. So I've been enjoying this photography a lot. Um, And again, just another way in another space to create for me to be able to hold space um, for others to feel comfortable Um, doing erotic photography, um, being vulnerable, being sensual in front of the camera. And you'll be hearing more about that soon, probably in an email. And in addition to that, and being pleasure-focused, the other thing that's kind of evolved is um, plus-size thrifting. And it's really interesting. Years ago, I used to talk about wanting to do an athletic wear line of some sort, um, probably four years ago or so, when just a few independent companies were sort of starting to pop up. Um, There wasn't, at that point, a whole lot um, available, especially if you wanted it Um, either like at the right price or ethically sourced or, you know, you had a specific need, uh, even in addition to the sizing, it was really hard to find. And then I would say even now, like my ideal pieces, or at least my ideal top tops don't exist, or I don't know about them. But so it's interesting because that never quite came into fruition. And it never felt quite right. I was like, no, I mean, I definitely want to be able to provide. And that's such a part of my, um, what fulfills me, what sustains me. But something about like creating the new company for athletic wear just never excited me. It just wasn't really my thing. But after you actually met Kiko a couple podcasts ago, and we talked about thrifting and since I've become friends with Kiko, I've really kind of fell in love with thrifting and back in love with vintage. And 
it's something that like I, I remember in high school going to thrift stores and kind of quickly giving up because I couldn't find anything in my size. And that hasn't, honestly, that hasn't really changed. I mean, you can, but it's ironically very slim pickings um, in the thrift stores for large bodies. So I decided, and I have a lot of thoughts around thrifting, around being a white person, um, buying things at lower prices that other people can need to buy at those prices. I have a lot of thoughts around that. I have a lot of thoughts around Salvation Armies, which I'm not shopping at, Goodwills, which I'm not shopping at, Red, White, and Blues, I'm not shopping at, um, because they're all violent in a variety of ways. And again, uh, that's for me as a white person to abide by. Um, So anyway, I have a lot of thoughts about all of these different moving parts as usual. But what I've really narrowed down on is I want to be able to create a space where plus size people, fat people, people in abundant bodies, whatever you want to say, um, can know that they're going to find vintage in their size and not like just frumpy, like shapeless, nothing exciting happening, like garments of clothing, like cool pieces and not have to look through hundreds and hundreds of items to find them. So, and I have the, I have all of these privileges. I have the privilege of, I have a car, I have free time. I have all of these different ways that I can also take it upon myself to not go to Goodwill to not go to Red, White, and Blue, or to Salvation Army. So I've been doing research to find these independent thrift shops and using those privileges to go seek them out. Going through hundreds of items, hundreds of items to find these plus-size pieces, and the experience of... And actually, let me say right now, before I forget, if you want to to know about the, the clothes and what's going on, it's Amber Willow Vintage... Uh, on Instagram, Amber, A-M-B-E-R, Willow, W-I-L-L-O-W, Vintage, V-I-N-T-A-G-E, on Instagram, okay? So it's only for plus-size people, and I've talked quite a lot uh, on there at this point as well about, you know, being having the privilege of being smaller-bodied, and so if you were wearing a small or a medium and you go to the thrift store nearly every item in the thrift store is available to you. All of those things are options. You're just looking for what's cute and what you like. Meanwhile, the fat person, I walk into the thrift store, I go through hundreds and hundreds of items that none of them are even options, right? And then I find three or four items and hope that one of them is cute. So I've talked about this, like, consider if you're a smaller bodied person, um, how maybe it's not the thing to do to like opt to purchase the plus size piece from the reseller or from the thrift store um, just to wear it oversized, for example. Another thing I see all the time is um, resellers with thin privilege themselves buying vintage size 14s, which are more equivalent to current size, like eight to 10. It varies, but more like a 10, um, and marketing them as plus sizes. My cat just came in. What's up, Will? 
What's up, girl? I hear you. Come here. Why are you crying? Well, girl. <laughs> um. Well. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so for all these reasons. I've decided I want to be able to create a place where you know you can just show up to here. You don't have to go through a bunch of items. You don't have to look for the thing that's cute. All of the things are cute and all of the things are plus size. And I'm finding things starting at a a, a modern, like a current size, 12 to 14 is the very smallest I'm carrying. But really my focus is on si- modern sizes 20 and up. So far, I'm carrying up to a modern size, probably about 34, um, maybe 32. So that's been something I'm really enjoying as well, just finding more ways to create spaces that I feel um, can really be beneficial to others. Also, with all of the Amber Willow um, sales, 20% is going to urban creators in Philly. They're sort of like a local Philly farm, urban farming um, initiative. They also hold markets and events and all sorts of cool stuff. So 20% of everything is going to them and you should check them out as well and support them, please. Um, So those are sort of the two things that right now I've settled on in addition to the website, which is also about to undergo some changes and some updates um, the photography, you're about to be hearing more about some of this photography and maybe we could have a chance to work together, which would be so exciting and cool. And I'm excited to reconnect with people, um, people I already know and new people in new ways. Um, and then plus size vintage. So come over to Instagram. It's Amber Willow Vintage. Um, if you'd like plus size vintage and right now I'm just doing it through Instagram or at the studio that I share with Cheyenne in Philadelphia. Um, if you're local to Philly, you can also message me through that Instagram page to come and, um, look at the pieces and try them on in person. So those are kind of all the new things that are happening and it's, it's taken me a good, it's taken me a good five months to, four to five months to be away and to just navigate internally everything that has happened. I'm, I'm a holder for sure. And you could call it my Taurus energy. If you're not an astrology person, then you'll roll your eyes at that, whatever, whatever you want to call it or say it comes from. I am, it's not, it's certainly not easy. (laughs) It's not easy for me. And a lot has happened. And so perspective has been good and time has been good. And it's been an important process, an important phase of feeling kind of unstable. And like, I don't know what's going on. (laughs) I still feel like that most days. I'm like, oh, well, this is just so different than what it was. Um, And learning to just be okay with that is really what it is. So those are all my new things. I hope to connect with you on either Amber Willow Vintage for plus size vintage. And again, any thin folks who are listening to this, that space, you're welcome to be there for sure. But the products, the pieces um, are for plus size people. So please don't, 
occupy that space in the sense that you're going to come buy those pieces to wear them like oversized or um, anything like that. And then if you're on my email list, you're going to hear from me soon about the photography stuff. And of course, um, Deep Dive Season 3 will start at some point, um, either later, probably later next year, or not next year, later this year. (laughs) That would be a long time. Later this year. And then um, Practice with Dana is still happening as well on social media and on my website for um, inclusive, um, accessible uh, yoga classes that are pay what you can, you can cancel anytime and everything is captioned and we're still working on adding new languages and expanding that in a few different ways. So thank you all so much for your support. I hope you enjoyed all of the awesome people who shared on this season of deep dive. And I look forward to connecting with you in various ways in the future. Thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed, please remember to rate, review, subscribe wherever you're listening, share with your friends and make sure you're following deep dive podcast on Instagram. Peace. Hi friends, Dana here. I hope you enjoyed this episode of deep dive. If you want more radical truth, make sure you subscribe. You can also keep up with me across social media at Dana Falsetti or visit my website, danafalsetti.com to find workshops, speaking engagements, or take an online class. See you next time.